Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, the greatest thief in manga history, a collection of the greatest works, very questionable artwork, a return to geekiness for Zan, a incompetent police detective, and Lupin! Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 447, Lupin the Third, Greatest Heists. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga View, some podcasts and very reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? I hope all of you are doing well out there and I hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode. And more importantly, I hope that you are ready for some fun weeks because this week is a very fun week if you are celebrating holidays because on the 25th of December we have the return of one of the greatest holidays of all time. Yes, that's right. It's Christmas. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to you and I hope that you have a safe time with your family and loved ones. And on the 26th we have the beginning of Kwanzaa. So if you celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. And then next week we have New Year's. Then it will be 2022. Can't believe it's already 2022. Time flies like that. Really fast. It's been a very weird year. So we're actually going to be doing a end-of-year report coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. But we're getting ahead of myself, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin, or some podcasts and making reviews about Connectly Enhanced Narratives, is a podcast where we talk about various geeky topics depending on the show you're listening to. Since it's a manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Pandora, uh, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in your search engine. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. Or you could tweet me at Spirekin on Twitter, or you can Instagram me at Spirekin. Just follow me on any of those. And finally, last thing, if you like what we do, you can support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. We have four different tiers to choose from, and we have tons of extra content that you can check out, including some behind-the-scenes images, some podcasts that have never been released, and more importantly than that, some really cool special gifts but you have to check it out to see so definitely go to our patreon at patreon.com and check it out so with that said let's actually get to the manga review of the episode and i have to admit i'm very excited to talk about this one because this was a christmas treat for me i'd been waiting for this release for a while and i was hoping it reached the expectations i was putting upon it because it's such an important work to talk about but i'm getting ahead of myself so if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I was reviewing a manga that was a collection of works by one of the greatest mangaka of all time who passed away recently. We're talking about Kazuhiko Kato, or as he was known as his pen name, Monkey Punch. Now, the manga that we're going to be talking about is a collection of the greatest works from two of his greatest series. Well, more importantly than that, it's the same series, but one is a sequel to. And the original series was published by Futabasha, and the sequel series was released by Futabasha. And this was published over here by Seven Seas Entertainment. 
It's a one volume that came out in 1999 in Japan, released over here as one volume. It is an action comedy series about a titular character, his entourage, and more importantly than that, this is a love letter to that character. And what are we talking about? We're talking about Lupin Sansei, or Lupin the Third, Greatest Heists. So, first let's get the elephant out of the room first off. I have reviewed Lupin the Third, the series that was released by Tokyo Pop back in, well, a couple years ago, in episode 149 of the podcast. It was Timbo and I as we went over Lupin, his influence, what he's meant to us, and what we thought about the series. So I have talked about the series before, and I do love this series. I actually cosplay as Lupin at several conventions. I have three of the jackets in my closet. Don't ask. And I have feelings about this. And I was excited to hear that this was coming out. I also was very sad that Monkey Punch passed away in 2019 because it was a shame that he had passed for his 50th anniversary. But I would love to talk about this collection. So first off, this is the Seven Seas hardcover edition that looks beautiful. It's got the classic collection on the top. It's just a very deep blue where the front has Lupin with the red jacket, black clothes, so he stands out. The Lupin the Third logo is yellow, and it looks amazing. And this collection collects 12 classic stories from throughout the Lupin canon. So we're talking about from the original Lupin the Third series, and then new Lupin the Third, which took place five years later. And... They've been retranslated and they're collected in one volume. And how they set it up is so unique because, well, instead of me trying to explain it, I'm actually going to read the letter which is in here, which is written as a tribute to Monkey Punch, that explains how this collection was selected. And more importantly, the feelings that are given to Monkey Punch that this book invokes. So it starts. Dear Monkey Sensei, I'm Endo from Futabashi Publishing Limited. I'm greatly in your debt and apologize for being out of touch for so long. Recently I was granted the weighty duty of selecting stories from your Lupin the Third, 1967-1969, a new Lupin the Third, 1977-1981 series to compile this Lupin the Third Greatest Heist collection. As a manga editor, that left me feeling both tense and highly motivated. But you've always been a kind person, Monkey Sensei. I'm sure you would see my poor attempt and still forgive me with a smile. I intend to give this my very best so that my efforts will hopefully not be an embarrassment to your legacy. Reading back over the masterpiece that was Lupin the Third and New Lupin the Third, and re-experiencing each gem of a story, I found myself in a terrible quandary. How in the world was I supposed to choose only a handful of them? Eventually I decided upon a number of themes and I selected these stories that best exemplified them. The first priority was to make sure that readers brand new to the Lupin the Third universe enjoy themselves. Lupin III is an iconic character famous not only in Japan, but across the world. And yet, there are undoubtedly still many young manga readers out there who have yet to experience your work, Sensei. To those readers, Greatest Heists would be a reintroduction to a Lupin III that they'd never known. 
With that thought in mind, I made the daring choice of using not a loop on the third story, but rather the first chapter of New Loop on the Third as the opening story of this collection. In this chapter titled Lupin Family Reunion, all the major Lupin the Third characters meet again after five years apart. Next, I wanted to introduce readers to all your fascinating creations. Not just Lupin, Daisuke Jigen, Goemon Ishikawa, Fujiko Mine, and Inspector Zenigata, but also Baiju, Lupin the Brat, and Detective Melon too. All of them are cool and memorable characters. If I could, I would have added characters like Sherdock and Jikan, the Jack of All Trades, Inspector Starmo, and the Secret Seven, and more. But unfortunately, I had page count limits. The final thing I wanted was to show everyone all the incredible ideas you worked so hard to come up with week in and week out. Your Loop on the Third was by no means a story not about the characters, but each chapter was sprinkled with tricks and plot twists and witty jokes. Indeed, they were often the best parts of the stories. I decided to choose those stories which showed off your concepts to their fullest, or at least that was the goal, but I'm afraid that I left many of those by the wayside, too. It is my hope that readers who enjoy this collection will go on to read Lupin the Third and New Lupin the Third. Unfortunately, there won't be any new stories to read from you, Sensei, but the work you left behind will be here, bringing us joy forever. In closing, let me say that it was an honor to be involved in your, a small part of your world, and thank you, it was fun. Futabashi Publishing Managing Editor, Ryuichi Endo. This collection is a love letter to Lupin III with some of the greatest stories about him. And it starts with the, like I said, it starts with the Lupin family reunion, and then we get the actual introduction of Lupin. And then we get some of the more iconic heists, like the One Man, 180 Rolls, The Magician, The Coming of Goemon, Fujiko vs. Lupin the Brat, uh, The Lupin Who Loved Me, and then Treasure Hunt. And it's a very, well, I love how this is treated. I love the style of it. I love how the art evolved over time. I mean, yes, if you look at the Lupin the Third versus New Lupin, the art is so different. Also, Lupin the Third is much more raunchy. I mean, there is some stuff here which is like, well, you shouldn't show this to be kids. Like, we have a scene where Lupin is using some figures to show, uh, well, sexy time. And it's like, wow, that's really intimate and engaging and really crazy. I mean, there's a, a fun twist with the, the Lupin family reunion, but I'm not going to get to that. But it's, it's, the art is very different. It's dynamic. The characters stand the test of time. And honestly, this is a great collection piece to anyone's collection. This is one where you can't get this in digital. You have to get the t copy. Like I said, I have this in my hand right now. And this thing is beautifully renditioned. It's beautifully produced. I love the fact that it's a hardcover. There isn't a dust cover on it, but it looks elegant, it looks sophisticated, and it looks just right. This is what Monkey Punch deserves, and this is what Lupin Third definitely deserves. So if you have a chance, read this. There is action, comedy, drama, and he is one of the best characters out there. I love how he is done, and I love how all the interactions are. It's like, everyone's like, oh... 
this is this. Like, no, this has everything, and every character gets their moment in the spotlight, and no one is above anyone else. Uh, going to Fujiko, Fujiko Mine is a female character who, yes, she uses her sex for power, but the thing is, she's the one in control. She most times is the one who gets the gold and runs off, leaving Lupin with the bag. She outsmarts him. She's powerful. She's the true definition of a femme fatale. And Daisuke Jigen is not just a... He's not his sidekick. No, he's his partner. He has his own moments to shine. And the story with him is great just because it's him in a gunfight with someone else and him having to put a gun together while fighting with this person. And then Goemon, his story, it's his old story, but it's seeing him reintroduced is so invigorating especially after re-watching the original Lupin the third part one it's great to see some of these stories adapted this is one that's definitely worth checking out the art is still great even after all these years it's a little sketchy but i love it the production quality is great the characters are on point the story is great because it is an anthology series you don't have to follow the full plot you know what's going on and you know Here's Lupin, here's this, here's the plot. They all stand alone. For this reason, I have to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this now, well, your brain will freeze your eyes, so so up and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zulmagusar. It's an amazing work. It's one everyone should own. I think everyone should be buying this, and if you have a chance, get it. It is worth it. I picked up mine at a Barnes & Nobles for 23 bucks. If you get coupons, you can get it for cheaper. Buy it. Own it. Love it. It's Lupin. Now, if you disagree with me, or if you agree with me, let me know. Email me at Zan. That's X-A-N at Spirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Also, check out my original review in episode 149. Let me know what you think comparatively, if this one you like better or worse. Or if my feelings change and I remember it. However, I digress. So let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. And this is for December 21st, 2021. All these are available, and if you're looking for stuff to buy people for Christmas, definitely get this now. So what do we have that was released this week? Well, we have Aphoretta from Commonplace to World's Strongest Zero, the manga volume 5. Beauty and the Beast of Paradise Lost, volume 3. Berserk of Gluttony, volume 4. Cat Massage Therapy, volume 1. Classroom of the Elite, the light novel, volume 11. Deserter, Junji Ito Story Collection. Eden Zero, Volume 14, Fairy Tale, 100 Years, Quest, Volume 9, Fire Force, Volume 25, Fist of the North Star, Volume 3, Golden Kamui, Volume 24, I Swear I Won't Bother You Again, The Manga, Volume 3, Inspector, Volume 14, Kuma 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 Bear, The Light Novel, Volume 9, Levitas Est, Volume 9, Lovesick Ellie, Volume 1, Maison Ikoku, Collector's Edition, Volume 6, Mars Red, Volume 2, Necromance, Volume 2, Peach Boy Riverside, Volume 4, Perfect World, Volume 9, Ragna Crimson, Volume 4, Real Volume, Volume 15, Rent a Girlfriend, Volume 10, Rosie in the Labyrinth, Volume 3, Saint Young Men, Omnibus 7, that's Volumes 13 to 14, has been released, Succumbus and Hitman, Volume 1, Sweat and Soap, Volume 11, the Country Without Humans, Volume 1. The Girl I Want is So Handsome, The Complete Manga Collection. The Saints Magical Powers Omnipotent Light Novel, Volume 5, and the Manga, Volume 4. And then finally, Vampire Dormitories, Volume 2. 
So for me personally, what I'm excited about is Aferetta, Berserk of Gluttony, Cat Massage Therapy, Fist of the North Star, Kuma Kuma Kuma, Maisoni Koku, and Peach Boy Riverside, and St. Young Men, and Sweat Soap. Which of these are you interested in? Let me know by leaving a comment in the show notes below, or you can email me personally, like I said, at zanspirekin.com. Now, before I go any further, I hope that all of you who are listening has a great holiday season, even if you don't celebrate. Uh, tomorrow is also Festivus, so that's for the rest of us. So if you want to celebrate that, remember, get your pole out and your tinsel. But I digress so much. I'm getting off topic. Um, thank everyone for listening. I thank you so much. All of you give me the strength to keep podcasting, keep reviewing, keep recommending manga. I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can. Even when I have to have a magnifying glass to read manga or read really large print, I'm going to keep doing this. Uh, thank you to all my Patreon members. All of you are awesome. And if you're a What's Up member, remember that I'm releasing another video besides that No Way Home review, which uh, it's great on me talking about a couple of really cool elements of that story. So one last bit of housekeeping. I have to tell you that since tomorrow is Festivus, and that's the beginning of a lot of other holiday stuff, I'm not going to be releasing a news report for tomorrow. Don't worry. Manga News will return next Thursday. So after episode 448, that Thursday we're going to have two weeks worth of news all set for you to go in a very long episode or hopefully a short episode because hopefully nothing bad happens for the rest of the week. But stay tuned for that. And, um, I, well, I think that's it for the episode, uh, except that we should get to the part that we've all been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is the Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the ten slots. So we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that manga is the one we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 448. Yes, we're at 448 already. We're almost at 450. Not going to beat it by the end of the year, but we're getting close. So let's spin and see your interview in the next episode, shall we? Because I'm excited to see where we're going to be. Number nine. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga titled My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected. That sounds oddly familiar. I think this one is a, another light novel-based one, but we're going to have to wait and see what this is. So, either ways, hope you guys enjoyed as, and ladies have enjoyed. As usual, I am your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later. The band a third, the band a third. Barawa, I'd 
Adventure. 